Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Often on this program, I've extolled the virtues of electric vehicles. Fewer moving parts, no toxic chemicals or heavy metals, and in general, better for the planet at large. But with the launch of this current crop of EVs, a paradox. As you would expect in capitalism, EV manufacturers old and new are keying in on mid-size and full-size pickup trucks. This is Topic C. Obviously, they require more inputs and energy to produce than a sophisticated passenger car. But while it might be what the public is willing or demanding to buy, is it good for the planet? I mean, these things weighing in at three and 4,000 pounds, actually four to 6,000 pounds, I'm corrected, because the battery electric vehicles are heavier by the nature of the batteries they carry. So you're already starting with a heavier vehicle. And they said upwards of a third more weight and then a comparably equipped gasoline vehicle. And to be fair, you're building a full-size pickup truck. And these things already weigh more than a car, even if you never went EV. So the question is, are they still worth building and are they doing any good? Let me give an example. The Ford F-150 Lightning is a 6,000-pound all-electric version of the top-selling Ford pickup truck. Dodge Ram 1500 uh, is also big. And then you've got the Hummer EV, which uh, <laughs> went for six figures, let alone what it weighs. Now, as electric vehicles have bulked up, they've also faced new questions over their environmental and safety impacts. And experts broadly agree that electric vehicles are a more climate-friendly option than those that run a gasoline. Let me just get cut to the chase. If you are already driving an electric, I'm sorry, a gasoline-powered or diesel-powered pickup truck, half ton, three-quarter ton, one ton, and you're looking to replace that with an electric truck of, of same size and capability, then the short answer is yes, this is an improvement because you're driving that anyway and taking that gasoline or diesel version full-size pickup off the road is going to do actually a lot more and have a greater impact than maybe three, four, or five electric EV cars. However, if you're going to a pickup truck and leaving a smaller passenger car, then ironically, it tends to work against things because now because of the inputs required, because of everything involved in the manufacture of the vehicle. The net, you may have a net loss or it may be detrimental to the planet because of the manufacturing inputs, not necessarily the vehicle itself. So it gets down to what you're driving now, and what you're thinking about driving. I mean, that's, that's really part of the issue. But as EVs get larger and heavier, their impact on the climate tends to become more. You do get climate benefits depending on, like I just said, what you were driving. Take the Ford F-150. We're going to pick on the F-150 again. Um, best-selling truck, best-selling vehicle, actually, compared to the electric. The electric versions are responsible for up to 50% less greenhouse gas emissions per mile, 50% less than a gasoline-powered F-150. So if you stay in the Ford family, if you stay with a 150 and you trade your gasoline 150 for the electric 150, in that comparison, the Lightning wins. And in fact, by, by cuts it by 50%. 
and that includes manufacturing inputs for you haters out there. However, heavier pickup trucks because of the larger batteries take longer time to charge. And also, right now with the way battery chemistries are today, will require more rare earths and more um, heavy metals going into those batteries, currently lithium ion batteries, uh, than the smaller vehicles. So you're going to have an offset due to rare earth materials being brought into the battery and the recycling issues and the whole that whole supply chain is an issue today. But as I've reported earlier and weeks past, I fully expect battery chemistries to change and they are changing. And I fully expect that within five years, lithium ion may quite, in fact, be an also ran as we know it today. It's either going to be solid state lithium iron or not lithium at all because they're moving towards nickel and other metals and they're looking to do it cheaper and get greater density that will happen and that is happening so this could totally change the equation in five short years of what we're building for heavy duty trucks let's talk a different thing about these heavier ev pickups safety factor and not so much the safety factor of the person in the pickup, but heavier trucks. And we reported this before. We talked about how the IIHS is concerned about it because of the weight. Uh, they're more of a harm to smaller cars, pedestrians, cyclists, motorcyclists. As a result, auto manufacturers that I've talked to are engineering in ways to mitigate and, and, and otherwise um, offset this heavier weight by having these vehicles either with more sensors, more warnings, uh, or the surfaces where a person, bicyclist, motorcyclist may impact software so these, these collisions are survivable. Right now, statistically, they're not. The heavier the vehicle you interact with, the more likely as a pedestrian, motorcyclist, or, or a cyclist, you're going to die as opposed to having an interaction with a passenger car of any weight. This is another thing that is an issue. Now, I guess, I guess my point is that I'm looking forward to seeing an, an onslaught of changing battery chemistry, smaller SUVs, and a coming crop of mid-sized pickups, which won't be as big, won't be as heavy, that I fully expect will be fully electric in this next decade. Will those offset our appetite right now for the biggest, heaviest, best? I want it because it's so comfortable. I don't know. But if you're driving a pickup now, bottom line is if you buy an electric pickup, it is an advantage to the planet, even though an F-150 batteries weigh as much as the batteries in three small cars. <laughs> Just so you know. What do we do? You know, we look at technology. We look at what Americans are willing to pay. We're looking at time frames. Um, the auto industry has never been static. It's never been, you know, okay, we're here for a while until. It's always been, let's remove costs. Let's simplify production. Let's find a way to make this cheaper, better, and improve it. That's coming. And it's going to be more of a thing in the years to come. And this might even mitigate some of this. Who knows? They may come up with yet another body style that we may flock to that's even better than pickups. I know, heresy, right? But honest and truly, the industry never sits still. And still, here's the thing, 
um, something that's not happening now, and by the looks of things won't happen in the next 10 years, but may eventually happen, that's autonomous privately owned vehicles. That might totally change everything. So full-size pickup trucks, electric, yes, please. Better for the planet in the long run, yes. Even with the offsets of higher inputs that consume energy and may not be as clean. We have come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me here again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.